Pius XIII was a great poem, but life evolves in spite of us. I'm the new Pope. Who is the Pope now? everybody, welcome to a special bonus episode of Papal Bull Resurrection, fanbite.com's New Pope podcast. Don't know why I paused there. I was thinking of it like there's going to be something New Pope mm-hmm. rewatch. Po- no, it's no, done. Yeah, it was the first no, time. It's done. It's done now. And um, yeah, we, uh, we're here. We're here. We're back. Broadcasting from the, the, the bunker, Papal bunker, so to speak. The Papal quarantine bunker. Yeah. <sighs> Immediately dating this episode. Uh, <laughs> now immediately making this episode useful for the archivists. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we are here. And uh, we said we were going to do a bonus episode. And that's this one. So, I mean, we're not going to be talking about any particular episode of the show. Um, I think what we're going to do for this one is we have a few questions from listeners. So we're going to read those and talk about those a little bit. Uh, maybe talk about thoughts or hopes for the third season, which I bet will be called the old Pope. I don't think so. No. Wow. Okay. We've already discovered our first schism of the episode. Wow. I think it's going to be called the fresh Pope, the fresh Pope, the fresh Pope. I see. Okay. Um, possible. I also don't think it's going to be about Voyello, but that's my, well, we'll get into that. Um, (laughs) uh, and, uh, yeah, maybe some, you know, just other thoughts, spin-off ideas. Sure. Because I've got a few of those. Um, so, Paolo, if you're listening... He is. He definitely is. Yeah. We know that he is, yeah. Confirmed uh, listener. Do you want to just... Uh, do you want to open this up with a question? I've got... Sure. I've got a few questions here. Should from, we introduce ourselves? Uh, people no. know who we are at yeah, this point. Yeah. You know, if they don't... Kiss our audio ring. Yeah, don't listen to this one first. <laughs> uh... So I have a question from Aaron Mach Space on Twitter. Uh, and Aaron asks, I'm curious about your take on the show's politics, re-modernizers versus trads. The stuff with Don Tommaso early on felt extremely like a perverse trad fantasy to me, but I couldn't tell what level it was on given the dynamics of season one. Uh, Aaron also says, um, that she's only a couple of episodes in, but uh, hopefully you've watched the rest of them at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Don Tommaso or um, Francis II is kind of like a trad guy. Well, it's weird because he like he sort of is and he sort of isn't. Right. Um, I think that this is a question. I like have some instincts about this, but I feel like this is a question that would be way better answered uh, by one of our catholicism experts Mm -hmm. because francis like the current francis is my in my understanding like extremely despised by like very intense trads Hmm. i think i don't know for sure if that's true maybe it's just that like trad and reformer does actually does not break down along like quote-unquote liberal conservative lines that easily yeah um but you know he's like open and I think his is sort of positioned himself as a, a pope who like tries to do a lot of changes, which feels to me not uh, obviously Francis II, uh, Don Tommaso, is tried in a different way, 
Um, he's like he's not a reformist. Yeah, he's a fundamentalist. Yeah, he he is a which it's interesting because he like. Do you think this version of him would have gotten along with Lenny? Like season one, Lenny, not not uh, not New Pope Lenny. No, I don't think so. What? Why not? Um, I think he's too reactionary. No, I think he's too like welcoming and like all embracing. Whereas Lenny was very much just like we have to like purify the church by like making people come to us. Through the narrow door. Through a narrow door. And you will all now say, <laughs> your next line is, I will oh, never yeah. doubt him ever again. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, in a sense, there's kind of that trad stuff of like, I'm putting cameras everywhere <laughs> so that no one can jerk it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, yeah, there's, I mean this thread of like Christian um, charity and um, what's the word for just living in like a potato sack? Oh, uh, uh, asceticism. Asceticism. Yeah. 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 So, so totally. I think like really the issue is that there are a couple of different strains of what it means to be trad where like, there sort of is adhering to the dictates of the institution and the way that the institution functions mm-hmm. in a way that is like small C conservative, which I think is like pretty clearly not necessarily what he ends up coming to represent, but a lot of what Voyello represents in the young Pope. And then there's like really back to ideological basics. Like this is what the church was always about. And like, we're taking it back there. And I think that you could interpret both of those as being like, trad in, in some context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it really just depends on sort of like how far you want to wind the clock back. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think the show has like a, a straightforward take on this stuff. I oh, think no, definitely. The no. most interesting conversation around this stuff, I think, is when Lenny comes back and he's talking to the nuns and uh, he has this whole thing about like, oh, you, you see the world moving forward and you want us to to move forward but like if we did that then the church wouldn't meaningfully exist because it would just be swept up in modernism um so instead like the priests have to and we discussed whether this would actually be a punishment but like the priests have to wash your your socks yeah um that's the middle way but it's interesting that that's his resolution of that problem uh is that like it's that the priests have become, he kind of flips it and is like, oh, priests have become too modern. Yeah. And they need to be more trad. That's, I mean, that is a very Francis II take, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think if Francis II had lived, I think he would have um, probably had that same kind of reaction to the mm-hmm. nun strike. Because I don't think he would be like pro-modernity in like, in the ways that they were asking. Yes. So, I I don't know. I think it's interesting, like... I think there there is sort of a a fundamental knot that maybe just as, like, a comes down to a fundamental... Wow. Lots of uh, uses of the word fundamental in this Mm -hmm. episode. That comes down to a, a sort of core question around faith, which is that, like... The thing Lenny is saying to the nuns is... Oh, like it is valuable that the church is this is sort of not even reactionary, but unmoving institution. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and that it represents something that is out of time. And I, I can understand the appeal of that, like genuinely. Um, and I, I definitely have had sort of moments, even though I think my lifestyle is like extremely not trad, but I definitely have had moments where I've been like, oh, I, I totally get why people like this and like what is appealing about it. Um, but on the other hand, obviously, it sort of feels horrendous that this like huge, powerful institution exists and is like, oh, like the women have to like wash like the men's school, whatever. <laughs> and it, it that feels really hard to to reconcile to me, uh, not in a way that is trying to give like a ton of credit. Like I'm, I'm definitely not trying to like, Oh, like handing it to him, so to speak. But just like, I do think there is some, you like, you can't make those updates without losing some of that like core. The church is not an iPhone. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> there is an app for that. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, those questions are part of the, the John Brannock stuff in this season too, because he's talking about that and, you know, people want the church to um, approve of like homosexuality and his plan instead is to let priests marry, which I mean, not exactly the same. It it just demonstrates an extremely funny understanding of like, like the model that he's clear he's working with is that priests join the priesthood and then get too horny and become pedophiles instead of like pedophiles joining the priesthood. Right. Because it is an institution that like cultivates pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, And it it feels extremely naive to think that that is like what is happening. Also like very confusing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You don't have to hand it to him on this one. No, no. I thought that was a question that we have, but maybe it's just a question that I have. Like, what do you think is, and and we're just totally in like speculation territory here. So like, this is basic. We're just writing fanfic pretty so the, much. This is the new, new Testament baby. Yeah. What do you think Sophia and Brannock's future looks like? He's like, what? 70 something? I don't think so, actually. 60 something? Yeah, I think he's like younger than you think he is. Okay. Because they talk about, um... I mean, yeah, he's like 60 something. Yeah, I mean, we could determine his age because we know how old he was at like a certain year, I yes, think. Yes, I believe, I believe, I can't believe I, I think I'm remembering this. I think that Adam dies in 1975 and I believe they are 20 at that point, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Which would make him about like a, about 60, 65. Right. So what are they doing? Are they just like sitting around on like chaises all day and just smoldering and yeah also like okay this is a real question that i'm gonna turn back on you in Uh in the service of answering this question okay do you think they fuck because like i could see them not actually Mm. like yes he like technically has like left the priesthood it seems like and like he could but also maybe they don't do you think he ever has I don't think so. I don't think he ever has. I don't think he ever has. No, me neither. I don't think Lenny had either. No. Maybe. I think they both I think they both are like emotionally confused by the concept in a way that other people are not. Like I actually I think that if you ask me, 
which of the the sort of like main priest characters was most likely to have fucked before becoming a priest would be Voyello. <laughs> and like not just because I love Voyello and he is like an extremely charismatic and wonderful man, but because I think that he just like sort of would have by course of like being a normal person and understanding how people like work. Wait, what if we got a young Voyello show? But like, who would you? You would have to just cast I mean, Silvio Orlando. Yeah, you just and, de-aged like, him. Just do the Irishman. Yeah, um, <laughs> be so horrible. What would you call it? Young Boyello. No, the, the Young Boyello. <laughs> Stupid. It's just called the Young Pope, and it's like a different Pope, and now he's young, but he's not the Pope. Oh, interesting. The Young Pope. It's too. like the Pope when he was young. Yeah, exactly. It's like a sort of like it changes the emphasis of the words. That's fucking something that they would do. That's God. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, yeah, sure. You're selling me on it. I mean, he's like, what, going to football games uh-huh. and fucking and... Like, just a, I'm like imagining the one and only time that Voyello like, fucks. He's like in the bathroom at like the Napoli Stadium or something. And that's like the, his super, like, the origin of his like love for Napoli. Is there also a poster oh, of the I, Venus of yeah, Lord I, was, in yeah. the I I feel like no. No, I, I feel like that is like, like a Vatican thing. So I hate to bring up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but uh, I think one of us has to in every episode. But do you, you remember? Also, I believe have brought it up already. I did. I indirectly brought it up. Yeah, but I'm going to directly bring it up now because do you remember the part in part four where? Uh, what's his name? The villain is explaining his his origins. Yeah. And he's like, I went to the Louvre and when I saw the Mona Lisa, how do you say I got a boner? And I feel like that's Voyella's backstory except with the Venus of Willendorf. Um, and uh, and one day he'll he'll tell he'll tell someone uh, about his his origins. Um, yeah, no, young Boyello. But yeah, I don't know, like, Sophia and, and Branix, they're just, like, hanging out at Branix's weird castle. Well, cause she... And, like, now he's, his, his parents are nice to him again. I, like, it's weird because I can't see her being uh, shut in like that, mm. you know? Yeah, they have to, like... Be have, society people. They have to be society, they're gonna be society people, they're gonna hang out with Megan... No, not Megan. <laughs> Please, anyone but Megan. What other English celebs are they going to be hanging out? I mean, not Megan, because she's not in the family we, anymore. We will hang out with my good friend. Marilyn Manson. God. I mean, maybe, no, probably not. No, it's too weird. It's too weird. It's too <laughs> it's awkward too weird. now. With my good friend, Benedict Cumberbatch. Noel Gallagher. That would be pretty good, that actually. That would be incredible. <laughs> Wait. J- Jonathan Rotten. No, my God. <laughs> he well, definitely would, though. Johnny Rotten wants to kill him. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't know that. Yeah. that's No, he does. He... he oh, yeah, you're right. He no, mentions he does, that. He does, He's he like, does, what, that. the sex pistols have reunited and they're going to, to kill, kill me. me. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I can't picture it, though. I guess, yeah, they're just going down to London... Constantly, you're just like having parties. Are they having like weird key parties, like weird sex masquerades? I don't know. That's gonna be like a weird thing in their relationship. That clearly, yeah, like, because she's Sophia, really horny, and he's yeah. like, I mean, he's horny, but, but he's not like 
His, he doesn't fuck. His horniness is like unformed clay. Yeah. It's just like gross, wet clay. Ugh. And Sophia's is a fully fired vibe. Like she knows what she's into. She literally had a glory hole installed in her house. I guess unless we think that that was just like only a thing that, that her husband liked. But I don't think so. No, I think she's. Yeah, I think. Like, imagine that conversation where Sophia's like, John, I have to talk to you about something. We need to install a glory hole in the house. We need to drill a hole into the wall of your ancestral family I'm, home. I, I'm sorry, a glory what? Mm. Very stupid. I still just, I, I just, whenever I think about that, that hole, I'm just like, I just imagine the conversation with the contractor that did that. Or like, did they just get like a, a power drill with like a large bit on it? Or did they actually? No, I think it was professional. Yeah, I bet it was and professional. And he's like, "What is this for?" And they're just like, "Don't worry about it. It's fine. It doesn't we're, matter." We're putting. We're putting. Um, it's for. Uh, it's for our snake to sort of like mm, go. Over. Yeah, it's, it's a snake door. And then uh, never. I. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <sighs> it's for our many like, pet ferrets. They sort of just like run around through the house. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Um, a ferret is a kind of snake. It's like a cat snake. Okay. I don't know. That's just a theory I have. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that every I'm curious about the other characters, where they sort of end up. I know we mean we know Bauer goes jetting off to Korea. Yeah. To deal with that whole thing. Wow, maybe never mind. Were you gonna make a yes. patient thirty one joke? Oh no. Oh. Wait a what? Patient thirty one? No. Was it is it number thirty one? I forget. The I guy know. who like was like containment, fuck that. And then caused like eighty percent of the COVID infections. Oh I didn't okay. Oh then yes actually. Okay, yeah, it was one guy. Wow. Yeah, like everyone up to him Whoa. was like, Okay, yeah, I will do what the scientists tell me yeah. to do. And this guy was like nuts to that. Wow. Yeah, society. We live in one. So like just That's PSA. Crazy. Don't be that guy. Speaking of being that like the the extent the brief Digression. Mm -hmm. The extent to which this has become like a genuine earnest we live in a society moment is such that I was not even I mean, obviously I was repulsed, but like not quite as repulsed with that um, fucking uh, Instagram post uh, that I showed you by um, what's his name? Oh, the Joker one? Yeah, Todd, the Todd Phillips that, one. So that was a real post. That was a real post. Oh, yeah, no, that was not a joke. So that, that picture of the Joker with the, with the, with the photoshopped, yeah. A face mask. Yes, Where that's Todd real. Phillips is like, I've been practicing social yeah. distancing for years. I think so. Wow. I Pretty mean, sure. We do live in a society, though. This is what the Joker was about. This is what it, really? this movie was you would know, about. You would know better than I me. I mean, I did you, see you saw Joker. I did see it. Um... Can, I mean, can you can you maybe break me off a little bit about sort of what the uh, are we really just doing Joker plot summary now on this podcast? No, 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 no. I just I want to know sort of like which character on the new Pope would like would be most hyped to see Joker. Oh, oh, interesting. Also, yeah, it's like absolutely real. <sighs> Moving on. Okay, Todd. 
It's not social distancing when no one wants to get within like three feet of you. God. That's just being ostracized for your work, for your contributions. For the Academy Award winning film. For the Joker. Academy Award winning film Joker. And who would be most I feel like John Brannock's definitely watched it in his home theater. Really? Yeah. I think that he I feel like he Because he ad- he admires people who are free. That's true. And he's just like, I love Joker seems very free to me. Oh my god. I I I once attempted to learn the Joker's trick. <laughs> Stupid. Do you want to know how my brother Adam died? <laughs> That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> Um, okay, no, yeah. no, he watched it in his home theater with Sophia and he just like couldn't stop raving about her <laughs> yeah, voice so, and yeah, she was yeah, just yeah. like, this fucking sucks, dude. Sophia like, was like, no, like, oh man. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely what happened. I think of the rest of them, I like can't imagine any of the other characters of the show watching Joker. I think maybe, um, uh, What's his name? Asante. No. Okay. Uh, oh, how did I forget his name? Our, bo- our boy. Bauer? No, no, Gutierrez? no. Gutierrez? Oh, yeah. I feel like Gutierrez would see it because Freddie, Freddie wanted like, to see it. Yeah. Fucking Joker, man. This is so hype. Okay. When I was in line um, at Newark on Saturday, mm-hmm. I heard these guys behind me and one of them was just like, yeah, I watched Joker on the plane. That movie is like fucking great, man. And I was just like, wow, people do believe this in the real world. This isn't just a psyop to make me, to gaslight me. Like people actually do think this is good. And I feel like that would be Freddy and just be like, damn. So does that, make you, does that make you Gutierrez in the situation where you're just like, I don't understand. Uh, yes, like, yes. He's like, I yeah. had faith. I had faith this whole time in a God and now I'm not so sure. Yeah. What God could allow this? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a really good question that we spent a lot of time answering. Yeah. On our, our podcast about this uh, television show and not about uh, the Joker. Do you want to take another reader question? Sure. Okay, this is from Squid Pro Quo, Anna Copernicus on Twitter. And they ask In the last shot of the last episode, where we're following Little Pius through the Vatican, Sorrentino seems to be making a very direct reference to The Shining. What do you make of that? Is he just having a little fun with the camera or is he hinting at something more sinister? So the shot being uh, Pius on the tricycle mm-hmm. and the sort of tracking shot as he tracks down the hall. And that's that's Danny in The Shining, does that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen The Shining. Honestly, I haven't either. Wow. I've like... I've We're seen- terrible critics. I know. <laughs> But also, I don't know what, like, I've spent so much time trying to, like, not feel. I'm sure I would and will enjoy The Shining when I watch it. But also, I, like, really am repelled by anything that has, like, that level of canonization. Oh, yeah, I know. For sure. That's, like, the the only reason at this point. Like, not that I've gone out of my way to be like, I'm never gonna watch The Shining, but it's, like, no, I've yeah, always same. ever been around people who have, like, been like, damn, like, The Shining rule. I'm like, okay, yeah. like, great, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel the same way. Um, Can't wait for people to break social distancing to show up here to make us watch The Shining. God. 
No, I mean, like, I could watch The Shining or I could watch this, like, terrible Italian horror film from the 80s that... That seems give, very rude to Sorrentino. That I will give two oh. and a half stars to. I see. Um, yeah, no, famously, the the new Pope... Is a horror Italian is a, 80s. <laughs> is a giallo film. Uh but yeah, I mean, it is like, you know, it definitely is It's that shot, right? Yeah. Like, it's not an accident. Whether he's like implying something, I don't, I don't so, know. I think there are two possibilities. Okay. The first possibility, and by far the most likely and least fun, is that it's just a joke. Yeah. Because like that whole last shot, I think, is like structured to be a joke, right? Yes. Like it ends with the pan up to see Voyello in the Pope robes. Yeah, the Pope robes. The other option is that uh, he, Sorrentino, is implying that Pius somehow possesses uh, his own sort of, like, spiritual powers and potentially has, like, okay. acquired Lenny's soul in some some capacity. Okay. Which would then sort of especially tie into the way that Voyello is like, Pius, like, you're such an ass, or, you know, whatever it is, that mm-hmm. you, or you're always so difficult. Um you know, as if he is speaking to the the previous Pope Pius. Yeah. Well, that actually brings us into another question from Bro Carthy on Twitter. And uh, they ask, what do you think happens to young Pius when he grows up? Does Pius have Lenny's soul in his body? So I feel like he can't, right? Because he, like, he was alive when Lenny was alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I don't. I think this. If Lenny gets reincarnated, it has to be like an Avatar: The Last Airbender situation, where it's like basically the next baby that's born in the oh, the, the Catholic nation, um, and then you have to like give them the three the toys to identify. Wait, mm-hmm. when is that nun's baby born? Oh, is that that's af- it. is that after Lenny dies or before? It's after, I think. Because she's still she's still pregnant. He gets at the carried end of the in, and then we have like. The whole montage. The first round of, like, montages. Yeah, yeah and that's in... Is Ooh. that Lenny? Th- I like that a lot, actually. I'm, yeah. like, very into that. I think that's I think Lenny. That, I think that then we also have a really good story in which, like, Pius, uh, you know, has, like, this friendship with this kid who, like, you know, probably has... It still has, like, a nice childhood, but does not, like, live with the Pope. Mm-hmm. And and sort of has like less status, and they have a sort of friendship across class lines because he's quote unquote an orphan, but people you know his his father is a refugee and his mother is a nun, and this child uh, is the reincarnation of Lenny. Maybe that makes does it, what if what if it's like a Pius is the Antichrist situation? Whoa! And they they sort of eventually many years in the future will have to do spiritual battle against wow. each other. Damn. Wait, also, um, so is Pius being raised by the nuns as an orphan as well? Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Or, because I can't see Voyella just, like, having no, a child. you're totally right. Yeah. Actually, I bet that's what it is. Yeah. But so they're being raised together. Oh, The Christ and the Antichrist. Yeah. Well, that makes it less interesting because, I mean, it's still good. It makes it a little bit less interesting, though, I think. I think the, like, added uh, sort of Prince and the Pauper element of it. Yeah, yeah, the trading places kind of thing. Um, trading praises. Trading praises. Praise praises. Yeah, that would have been a good episode title. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> if there had been that kind of thing that happened in the show, which uh, 
didn't really no, happen. I don't think so. Um, yeah, Pius, what a weird character. Because also he, like, I don't know. Like, also he's going to have to grow up now and maybe people will know and maybe people won't know. He's that, a miracle baby? Okay, so one, he's a miracle baby. Two, his mother is in prison for killing a guy and taking a she bunch of children hostage. Yeah. Yeah, for, like, doing terrorism. Yeah. And I genuinely, that, like, can be an extremely stressful uh experience speaking from experience yeah uh well i don't know i think it's it's very difficult to grow up with an incarcerated parent sure uh i thought uh, you were referring specifically to a parent who staged a fake oh (laughs) i see yeah no i mean that also i think would be quite stressful sure uh and it's like i mean you gotta imagine the like sort of Hannibal Lecter scenes where he goes to visit her in the prison and she's like, Oh, hello, Pius. I mean, what do you think her deal is after the series? I honestly think that she just sort of like spends the remainder, almost the remainder of her life or however long in in, prison, in prison, like just being extremely devout and praying Mm. constantly. And then after she gets out, she probably is like a little bit older and, has you know whatever sort of she like does italy have the death penalty i don't know uh, i don't think so i guess we'll find out i'm gonna google this italy death penalty uh no italy has not had the death penalty uh since 1889. So there we go. Except during fascism. Obviously, they, they brought that back. Yeah. And uh, now it, uh, yeah, it's been banned since 1948. So, so um, she's not going to die. Is not going to die for killing that dude. Well, we don't know that she killed him. But she's definitely an accessory. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, she's an accessory for sure. But I don't think we actually know which one of them did it. I assume it's the leader. I assume it was her, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, she she just like is in, you know, if if we're sort of doing the animal house. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, I assume that is what happened. Yeah. She went to prison. All right. Who else? Are we just going to do this with everybody? Is that what we're doing now? Uh, I feel like. I feel like we've done a lot of them. I mean, several characters are just like going to Kabul. Sure. Uh, Bauer, I feel like we talked about this briefly in the last episode, but I I would love a spinoff that's about him doing deep state cover up Mm -hmm. shit with his pal uh, uh, Essence or Leopold Essence. Leopold Essence. What a fucking good character. I mean, the unsung star of this whole season. Because, like, damn, damn, that guy just shows up and, like, it becomes a different show when he's on the screen. He made so much impact with such little screen time. Right. There's, like, he's there for, like... Like, maybe four minutes. Yeah, like, he shows up to, like, well, at first, like, intimidate. Or, like, we think intimidate, but... Um, not Esther. Um, oh, sorry, Sophia. Sophia, and then he just like shows up to the school to like talk to the the girl, and then he just shows up to tell them 
that they're like they're busted. And there's there's also the the scene in the the prison cell. Oh right, yeah, where he's just like counting, like yeah, on his one, two. (laughs) Just the way he lifts his fingers is so good. Yeah, that's so I do love that. I think that if we're gonna sort of pitch that, it has to include a sort of running joke that he's constantly getting calls from Voyello and is too busy to take Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. Yeah, Voyello has no one to talk to. Oh, except for Pius. Except for Pius, who is, like, five. Do you think he and, and Gutierrez are, like, tight now? I don't know. They're, like, the only ones left from yeah, the Yeah, they're the squad. only survivors. Uh, wait, what about uh, the other guy? Oh, uh, yeah, but, like... He doesn't do anything, No really. one likes that guy. The guy who's just, like, who is the puck Aguirre, now? yeah. Aguirre, yeah. Uh... Yeah. It'd be pretty funny though if they were just like, yeah, he's the Secretary of State now. We have nobody else. Who, who do you do? You think, I, I would like to think that Gutierrez is the Secretary of State. Yeah. He definitely is not, I don't think, because I don't think he would be good at that job, but like, it would be cool if he was. Wait, what is Don Luigi's like title? Like, what is his deal? He just like is his sort of uh, like his fixer. fixer. Yeah. I don't think he would be the Secretary of State. Probably not. Too creepy. Yeah, like, it's just not a person that you want to have in that position. No. Maybe there's just, he just doesn't appoint one. Maybe Voyello's just like, I am. I will be also the Secretary of State. And and that is why I am the longest serving Secretary of State. What is Voyello's papacy like? First of all, what do we think his Pope name is? Ooh. That's a good, that's a good question. I mean, I wouldn't. No, unless I looked up a list and like pope names. we would have to do research on like what the various popes did mm-hmm. and like like what's like a shitty pope, but not like a really shitty like what's just like a mediocre pope. I feel like he he would have to go back to one of the ones that like no one has done in a really long time. Mediocre popes. Just just do a list of of uh pope names. List I think in I like innocent worse. Popes. He would be like a fun innocent, I think. <laughs> oh, oh. I think we I think we, I talk, think we found we, this actually yeah, we talked first, about this on the last season. But there is a a Wikipedia page just called The Bad Popes, and it's just it's it says it's a 1969 book by E.R. Chamberlain documenting the lives of eight of the most controversial popes, and all it, it all the pages is just a list of the popes and a few things that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these ones are all really bad. I think he would. I think we could see him being a Benedict, actually. A, another Benedict. Yeah. We Although, just, actually, we I guess had one. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we just had, had a Francis, one. though. Yeah. I mean, he could. Leo. What about Innocent? Clement. I feel like he needs to just be like on Pope, like Jeff. Aww. The worst, craziest popes in history. Uh, someone. Oh yeah, the guy who dug up a corpse and put it on yeah. trial. Uh, <laughs> demon from hell. <laughs> That's uh, Benedict the Ninth was a, a three-time pope described as a demon from hell. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Innocent. Innocent the Eighth had lots of illegitimate children. That's not that bad. Yeah, that could be way worse. That's. 
I mean, he also was really concerned about witchcraft and doing witch hunting. I mean, look, who hasn't been? Look. I mean... Okay, just having syphilis doesn't make you a yeah, bad that folk. actually might be the quote. Like, that's like a pretty... Boyola's like, <laughs> famous. He was like, I don't know, man. Like, um, it, uh, it just the, guy, the guy who had syphilis... Um, oh, from, I see. Uh, and his feet were so covered in sores that the faithful could not kiss them. Huh. But he also used to dress up in silver armor and just, like, fight people. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, we've, we've had a great time talking about historical folks. We've that was the, our one excursion into yeah. that subject for this series. But uh w- but back to the question at hand. Yeah. What is Wales papacy like? Is he a middle way guy? Yeah, I think definitely because the, the middle way, I think the strong implication of the end is that like Voyello sort of was always doing the middle way, but was not mm-hmm. as ostentatious about it. Right. And that it took this and, and sort of the, this process of having these many, many popes brought people to a point where they fully wanted. So where does he land on the big issues? Um, so the big issues are uh, child abuse. Definitely opposed. I mean, anti, for yeah, sure. Like pretty anti. But does he do anything about it? Yeah, I think he does, actually. He does, yeah. Because he, he seems like he cares actually quite a bit about it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, think think that so. he, I think that he probably is not quite as punitive as uh, you maybe we maybe would like him to be. But I suspect he, you know, do, does like a lot of creates an environment in which it is not tolerated. I think right, maybe is a right. better way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, homosexuality. Pro. Pro. Really interesting. I don't think he's like publicly pro. I think he probably like does something at some point that makes it sort of like subtly clear that uh-huh. the church is like, you know, he's just like, well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I he just gives a speech that's just like, um, I don't know. He's just like, listen, uh, hey, listen, I have recently seen this wonderful film, Moonlight. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, no, I well, think- one of the Napoli players comes out and he's like, he's it's like, okay to be gay now. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually definitely what would happen. He's like, oh, okay, well, it's good now. It's fine. Uh, well, I don't think he's, he's clearly not sort of theologically opposed. I think it just really is like a practical yeah, issue. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like the way that he would go about it would be, and I, obviously I have no idea sort of what this would actually look like, but saying something along the lines of, hey guys, we actually found some old scrolls and it turns out that homosexuality <laughs> still a sin, but like not quite as bad. Actually, if you do it, you like defo will wind up in purgatory, but not hell. Wow. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, right. the, that's the sort of like nuns, wa- like priests watching the nuns right. laundry. Yeah. This, I get this. to chill with Alexander the Great. Yeah. Sure. That sounds cool. Let's do it. Uh, what else? What are the other big issues? I mean, those feel are, those are like the two big ones. He's not going to let priests marry. I think that's the one he's like. Oh, yeah. Nope. He no hates, marrying. He hates it. Yeah. He does not like it at all. What about contraception? Do you think Voyello, like, Ooh. maybe maybe is, like, actually condoms are okay to prevent the spread of HIV? Yeah. Yeah, that I would think be, so. Because that would be, like, a really big one. That would be big, yeah. That would be really so, big. Yeah, and I we're, like, building our fantasy pope here. Yeah. And I kind of love it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he would. Because it would be, I feel like just from a purely pragmatic point of view, not even a moral one, it's like, 
a bad idea to have Catholics get sick and die, right? So I feel like he would be, like, pro. Voyello definitely, actually, yeah, Voyello maybe does also love the Joker, because I think it's someone who's like, I have been practicing social distance oh my, God. my whole life. Uh, I can hear him say that. I can hear Sylvia say that. I mean, he kind of has. I know, that's what I'm saying, he has. He's a uniquely equipped Pope to deal with the modern world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Seems like he's a good pope, actually. I mean, he knows how to throttle Wi-Fi. Yes, that's true. So he, like, knows about the internet. Yeah. uh, And he can post. Mm -hmm. Do you think he he posts? No. No. Um, I think that he posts, but I think that he posts sort of, like... He doesn't do, like, Mary was the first influencer. No, he doesn't do that. I think that he does, like, sort of multiple-sentence Instagram captions. Uh, but that are all of, like, professional portraits of himself. Mm-hmm. And then they all have, like, comments that are like, if you want to buy my book, The Man Behind the Scenes, like, link in bio. Oh, my God. Incredible. Because he's still, he's still, like, he's trying still to get hustling. those book sales. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to do it. Never stop. Do you think he writes, how many books do you think he writes, like, while he's the Pope? Oh, Wow. Because that's just like a whole new opportunity. Do you have time to write books if you're the Pope? Do you think he wrote the books that he wrote while he was Secretary of State? What, do you think someone else wrote them? I mean, I think he, I would imagine he wrote them with somebody. Oh. I guess. Either that or he just like dictates into tapes and then like Luigi has to spend his nights uh-huh. and weekends. Like, oh yeah, just, no, like, yeah, typing yeah. It That's out. exactly it, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Pretty good. Pretty? That sounds actually like... Uh, that's a very good series. <laughs> like, Voyello is just, like, juggling... Be- being, being the Pope. Being the Pope. Can he have it all? <laughs> <laughs> a working Pope. God. Oh, uh, please. I would love that. Yeah, season three. Series three. Uh, the young Voyello. The old Voyello. I don't know what it would be called. Do you think... Maybe it would be called, like, the pretty good Pope. The okay Pope. Yeah. The the acceptable Pope. <laughs> <sighs> I, I mean, I could see it. I mean, the other thing also is we don't know what Faisal and Katerina named their baby. It is possible that, that they, they named their name baby Angelo. It's true. So, like... Then the Angelo, like, and then he's like, he's like watching like, like an Angelo Pius power struggle. And he's like, kind of like has like a single tear. Like he gets a little busy. It's like the fucking like end of Dragon Ball Z when like, uh, Goku and like Vegeta Jr. are fighting or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, that's like exactly it. Voyello is Goku and he's like watching the fight and he's like, you know, he's just sort of like, oh, I remember when this fight almost tore apart the entire planet. Gosh. And then he flies off on the back of a dragon. <laughs> I have to return to my home planet now. <laughs> I have to train this child to be the new Pope. Goodbye, everybody. Pope Oob. Uh, <laughs> huh. Well, now that we've constructed our perfect... Perfect Pope. Series 3, perfect Pope. The bionic Pope. Beautiful soldier. Uh... Wonderful Pope. The six million dollar Pope. At least. Do we have anything else to say? Um, I think, well, I don't know. What else? Uh, 
in terms of our like speculation or things that we would want from a future iteration of this television show, is there is there anything that we're missing? I feel like we sort of already laid out our plans for like an like a yeah a, a papal cinematic universe. That's true. We've got the you know the the TV series spinoff of a. Uh, uh, Bauer and Bauer in essence. Uh, also, great name. Bauer in essence. Bauer in essence. Can we come up with like a pun, like the essence of Bauer? Oh, maybe. Hmm. I I feel like all I don't know if you could do both of them. I feel like you could do sort of like a Bauer before me. I mean, we could just call it 24-2. It's just the sequel to 24 yes. with a guy who is yeah. actually more like what this shit actually looks like. Yeah, that that's He's good. just a bad man. I like that a lot. Uh, 24 colon 2. Jeez. Uh, and then we've got the main series. The what? The main series. Sure. Focusing on Voyello. Then we've got the flashback series. Yeah. Looking at the young Voyello. Sure. Also called the Young Pope. I think, yeah, it's yeah, also called, or it's called like the Young Pope colon City of Angelos. Mm-hmm. Angelos in the outfield. Okay. What other movies can you think of that have angels? I don't know. I think that may be exhausting. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, Alita Battle, An- uh, uh, Battle Angelo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, really speaking of which... Oh no, it's the ninth Angelo. (laughs) It's just his head. It's an enormous head uh, that Eva has to fight. It's just an enormous football. (laughs) I think that is one of the angels already, though. It just looks like it's Sylvia Orlando's head somehow. (laughs) And it just sort of like slowly comes up and it's like, Shinji, if you don't fight Boyola's head, Ray's gonna have to do it. Oh my god. Stupid. Well, I think we're spinning out here. Yeah. So well, okay. So I actually did. Yeah. Well. Okay, I had one more thing that I wanted us to do. What's that? I did want us to make good on at least very briefly on the promise that I uh, have made multiple times over the course of the series, which is that we would spend some amount of time discussing the anime series Vatican Miracle Examiner. Oh my god. I would love, with your uh, podcasting permission, for us to take a couple minutes to watch a clip from Vatican Miracle Examiner and then discuss the ways in which it is sort of uh, uh, has a different spin on the operations of the Vatican. Vatican Miracle Examiner. So, yeah, the uh, uh, as the YouTube video helpfully asked, what are you waiting for? What, what, what did you make of that sort of brief uh, sojourn? So it seems to be... Okay, for, can I just say also, that trailer was very bizarre. Like, uh, say, say more. The structure of it was very strange to me. It was very, like, slow for the first half with just, like, voiceovers. The characters just, like, saying things while other things are happening on screen. Uh, maybe that's normal. I don't watch a lot of anime trailers. But... It seems to be a show about these two priests who travel around the world trying to confirm or deny miracles. One of them uses science and math, and the other one uses is basically just the guy from the Dan Brown books. Yes, he uses linguistics and cryptography. Yeah, and uh, sometimes they also actually have to fight real devils. Or unclear, might be a Scooby-Doo situation, but it does seem like 
uh, magic is real in this world or like as it is in the world of the young pope. Yeah, not magic, but like divine powers that are granted through God. Um, like more of like a paladin situation. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a lady priest. I think that's a little unclear. Unclear. I but believe, the character's I believe, name is Julia. I believe that character is a, a dude. Okay. I think it's like a, it's like a, I have not watched the show in a couple of weeks, uh-huh. but from the, the episodes of it that I have watched, I believe the majority of the season is them investigating a miracle in Argentina. Uh-huh. I think it's supposed to be like Julio, but they like did it wrong. <laughs> I be- that's like my guess. Okay. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, the head priest guy is named Saul. Yeah, Archbishop Saul. Or Cardinal Saul. I don't even remember. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they're they in the Vatican and they examine miracles. And like, I, I don't even, you know, that just is a, a sort of a side of the work that we haven't really seen in the show. Someone had someone to. Someone does have to do that. Right. Someone has to I verify mean, uh, Lenny's miracles. This kind of happens in the Young Pope, though, right? Yeah. That girl and they're deciding whether or not to canonize her. Mm-hmm. So that is the job. Yeah. And this is uh, the anime about that job. Speaking of anime. Speaking of anime. And jobs. And jobs. This podcast is winding down because we're out of episodes of The New Pope to talk about. And we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but there's going to be a new podcast right here on this feed. So you don't have to subscribe to anything new. And... What's the name of that podcast? Oh my god, you're putting me on the spot. Do you not? Do you, I don't know. If I, I remember it. Okay. Do you not? okay. Uh, is it? It's. It's. Is it just called Eric Thurman makes Merrick K Watch Anime? That's the name of the. That's podcast. the name of the podcast. Uh, that's the best name. That's the you short find. The original name. We'll. We'll maybe when we do a Phoenix Wright episode, we can discuss our sort of legal troubles getting that name. Uh, oh yes, yeah, uh, and. Yeah, that's going to be a show where we watch anime much like Vatical Miracle, Vatical Miracle Examiner. Vatical, Vatical, Vatical Miracle Examiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, the Pope one, the, the Miracle yeah, one. uh-huh. Well, we don't just watch them. These are shows that Eric has watched before that I have not seen. And I'm going to watch three episodes of a show. And then we're going to talk about the show and whether I would watch more of it. And then... On each successive episode, there's going to be kind of an accountability check, because if I said I was going to watch more of it, but I don't, well, maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought I did. And the first episode that we're doing of that, which is going to go up next week, is Devilman Crybaby. And... A show that actually has a lot of overlap with The Young Pope, I would say, in terms of themes. Yeah, yeah, uh... A lot of of devils and demons and uh, religious stuff and uh, childhood stuff, parents. It's all there. Very bizarre manifestations of horniness in ways that are probably not okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perverts. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's the first one that's already recorded, and uh, but we would love uh, for people to send for you guys to send us suggestions for other shows that we should do if they're ones that i've seen and want to do maybe we'll do them early if they're ones that i haven't seen maybe i'll check them out and we'll do them at a later point 
uh, I am very excited for us to to go on this journey through the uh, wide world of anime. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, uh, yeah, if you want to hear that, just wait a week if you're listening to this when it comes out. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be on this same feed. So again, yeah, you don't have to go subscribe to anything else. But if you do want to subscribe to something else and you're not already listening to FanWidth, the flagship podcast of FanBite.com, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, you can also listen to shows about wrestling and sports and stuff at the FanFight feed. Uh, we just started a show called Sports Middle, right? As sports stopped forever. So I don't know what they're going to talk about on that show anymore, but I'm sure they'll figure something out. And, uh, you know, rate and review us on iTunes if you have a minute. And go to fanbyte.com for uh, stuff that's like this, but it's should, words instead of yeah, hearing do you, stuff. Do you want to tell our, our, our listeners about uh, our latest collaboration that went up on the, the fanbyte.com website? The latest thing that emerged from this bunker? <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we did a crime. We we put a, an action figure of Rick from Rick and Morty into a jar of gamer goo, and then I forgot about it for like three months, and then I took it out. And uh, uh, there's a lot of pictures, and it's gross. It's really horrific, and it's bad. Um, but if you wanted to see that, it's there on the website. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Merrick K. You can follow Eric at Eric Therm. Fanbite is at Fanbite Media. And uh, we we were the popes. We yeah, I think we've we've resigned as the popes now. Yeah, we were the popes. We were the popes. Best of luck with your church. Have a great summer. That's what I'm writing in Voyeur's papal yearbook. Yeah. All right. Bye, y'all. Who is the pope now?